It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and of course wherever you get your podcast from. And Tuesday morning has greeted us around the UAE. It is November the 7th today. Can you believe it? Just 48 days until Christmas. Let's bring in Mario this morning. Jingle jangle, eh? Those those Christmas bells are ringing. Yes, good morning, Craig. Good morning. Christmassy, goodness. You know, 48 days, it's, it's not far away. And this year, I mean, just reflecting back on this year, it has, we've talked about it before, but I mean, now we're at the business end. Yeah, it is. And uh, obviously, Dubai is full up with uh, tourists. And that, that continues throughout this season as we, as we get to Christmas. I would say next month, we'll have uh, beautifully decorated malls with Christmas trees and baubles, etc. So yeah, it's, it's always a busy season from the hospitality point of view. And even in real estate, state uh, with more people coming. The weather is amazing. Obviously, we have uh, lots of people wanting to come and sample what Dubai has to offer. Including an email, which we'll get to from Kevin. Now, I talked about this on Sunday. Kevin wrote to us from the UK who said that schools in Dubai look pretty competitive uh, to the UK. He wanted to know, do families with school-aged children choose to live in a specific gated community based on their preferred school, or do they choose the community in which they would like to live? So, So there were a couple of questions in there and we were looking towards Mario to finding out the answers. So what did you come up with for Kevin there in the UK? Well, this is not just a a 30-second answer. Families choose areas based on a variety of reasons and obviously proximity to schools is one of them. And getting the children to school will mean either a school run for one of the parents or or Kevin could avail himself of the services of school buses, which pick up and drop off at varying times before and after schools. Uh, The costs vary between schools and the distance is covered. But typically, if if he's interested, this can cost anywhere between 3,000 to 9,000 dirhams, which in pounds is 660 to uh, just just under 2,000 pounds. Okay, and what about the education system? Because I think probably Kevin, along with other listeners, would be quite interested to know just uh, how the education system operates. Well, the education system in Dubai is primarily the private sector. I mean, there are obviously public schools as well, but the private sector has approximately 216 schools currently in operation. And these cover a very, very wide uh, curriculum. There's about 17 different curricula at the moment. So literally, there are so many to choose from. So my advice would be to choose an area that one likes first and then go to look for the school. And what about some of the the top schools, uh, Mario? What are some of the the better schools that people should sort of uh, lean in towards, perhaps? Well, I'm I'm not an expert, but I mean, in my opinion, I think that uh, top schools I'm going to mention should be talked about as as the secondary department because I believe that Kevin has uh, teenage children. Dubai College, for example, in Al Sufu too, is a very very good school. The properties that can be found close to here would be in Al Basha, so you can find gated villas in this location. But also Dubai Hills area 
is, is not too far away from Dubai College. And for the purpose of, of this, if Kevin's interested, the fees there, the annual fees there are approximately 90 to 100,000 dirhams. That's just shy of 20,000, going up to around 22,000 pounds. The next one would be Jumeirah College. This is in Jumeirah 3. Now, Jumeirah 3 is right slap bang in the middle of residential villa communities where expats can live but can only rent. They cannot buy there. This particular school is very sought after. The annual fees are around 75,000 to 94,000. That's 16,500 pounds to just shy of 21,000 pounds. All right, so if you weren't working in real estate, one gets the impression, Mario, uh, probably between you and I, we we should open up a private school. Those fees are great. They are. And and I do know a little bit about schools because actually, although my wife was uh, was 15 years in real estate back in London, she actually embarked on, on a sort of an educational background career here. So uh, I got a lot of information from her. Just quickly going back to the Jumeirah College in Jumeirah 3, I just needed to explain that this location has a concentration of standalone and gated compounds because I know Kevin was interested in gated communities. These uh, compounds have villas and townhouses. Uh, But as I say, they can only be available for rent. And what is your wife's name, Mario? We call her Jax, but it's Jacqueline. Jax. Okay, Jacqueline, thank you for your assistance this morning, probably being the the support mechanism for a lot of things, I suspect, for Mario's life here in Dubai. Yeah, we've got to sort of acknowledge uh, Jax this morning. (laughs) Yeah, she she always listens, so that'll be amazing that uh, she gets a mention. The quiet power behind Mario. There you go. Yeah, for sure. All right, so what else is happening? So the next school uh, is one that's dear to my heart because it's the one that my daughter went to. It's the actual Dubai British School. Now here the annual fees are around 68 to 76,000 dirhams. Uh, that's about 15,000 to, to just over 16,500 pounds. Now this is located in Meadows Springs area, but there's also another branch in Jumeirah Park. And Meadows Springs are gated uh, communities where there is uh, there is a security guard at the front, um, but the Jumeirah Park area is not. And lastly, uh, there is Jumeirah English Speaking School. Now, this is located in Arabian Ranches, which again is another gated community, but this is only sort of 15 to 20 minutes from the Mall of the Emirates. Here, the annual fees are a bit more expensive. They're around eighty-five to 97,000 dirhams. That's 18,700 to just, uh, just shy of 21,500 pounds. It's true that getting into gated communities is not easy. And, and, and I realize that Kevin had, had some issues with that. So the only way really to have a good look around at these communities and properties is to pick your top communities and go visit some houses with agents. Agents do have uh, open house events, but this is sporadic. Therefore, look out for them being advertised. All right. Well, there you go, Kevin. I hope that that has answered your question because uh, Mario, along with Jax, has done a lot of uh, digging of uh, through that information. So, yeah, that's uh, a really good one to talk about, uh, Mario, today because I think there's probably a lot of people that have to consider the whole schooling aspect. So let's change tack a little bit because I want to talk to you about one of the developers 
Karma developers. Now, they've introduced a residence with a unique 10 to 90 split payment plan, which has been introduced requiring a 10% down payment and a 1% monthly payment for 90 months. It's got a completion date for this particular project in Q2 of 2026. So it it sounded a little bit unusual. I thought I'd just ask you about that, just in terms of the the, the uniqueness about that payment plan. Well, in terms of uniqueness, it's not the first time any developer has done this 1% payment plan. That was pioneered by a by a developer called Danube, uh, which started at, started out as kind of like a lighting company and has uh, morphed into this very large developer. And that's very popular because it's very manageable. But this particular developer, I have to admit, I've never, I've never heard of them. Um, and so I'd have to sort of double check and dig a little bit deeper. But if it's, uh, if it's a 90-month payment plan, that's, that's seven and a half years. So with a 90 sorry, with a 1090 payment plan, that would mean that this has approximately a uh, five, five and a half year post handover payment plan if they're going to be on time and deliver the project in Q2 of 2026. So, I mean, on paper, it's going to be an amazing payment plan, very uh, low cost, uh, certainly at the beginning, and then spread across this uh, long period. So people will not necessarily have to avail themselves of mortgages and would appeal to the majority of investors. But as I say, I'd need to dig deep and see exactly where it is and, and what's the offering. And uh, Karma developers have got a nice little plug out of us this morning. We are not affiliated in any way, but uh, we did see that in the wires. So, yeah, it always pays to do your due diligence. Now, let's have a look at the Abu Dhabi new terminal. It's not really just a terminal. It's a destination, isn't it, in terms of what is going into these new terminals? Exactly. I mean, the airports now are becoming more and more destinations of leisure and facilities. And Abu Dhabi opened its new Terminal A last Wednesday. The airport, by the way, is going to be known as Zayed uh, International Airport. And it is the latest in an extensive club, which are more than just an airport. As I say, they're a destination with many having facilities and features that are completely out of this world. Now, many airports offer differing traveling experiences. So I just wanted to list a a few of the most interesting attractions within the the world's top airports. So let's let's start with the big one, which is uh, Changi Airport in Singapore. I mean, this is an amazing airport. I've been here myself. It, It boasts a butterfly garden, an indoor rainforest and the world's tallest indoor waterfall. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. The next one would be Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam. This, this has a collection, for, the, for those who love their art, it has a collection of old Dutch master paintings taken from the famous Rijksmuseum uh, in, in Amsterdam. Nearer to home, we have the Hamad International Airport in Qatar. The airport gym here features a 25-meter swimming pool, which is a short-course Olympic pool, and a 100-room transit five-star hotel, all within the terminal. But, of course, not forgetting our very own Dubai International Airport, which is the world's busiest airport in terms of international traffic, so the, the Terminal 3, which is the Emirates Terminal, is the world's biggest airport terminal in terms of floor space 
and the baggage handling system uses 90 kilometers of conveyor belts to move approximately 15,000 items of luggage an hour. Mm-hmm. Again, this is the world's largest. So it, the list is very, very long, but I didn't want to bore the listeners too much this morning. Now, before I let you go, have you had a listen to the the sneak little release of this Beatles song? What an amazing thing technology is. The ability to separate out the voice and suddenly John Lennon is back in 2023, as is the Beatles. I have to admit, I heard about it and I read about it, but I have not actually listen to it so i'm i'm really gutted actually because that sounds amazing and ai is definitely here to stay there's lots of it in real estate as well uh so yeah i'll when i finished here i'll i'll get online and try and listen to it but it's pretty amazing because we we not only have the Beatles releasing this single, but we also have the album from the, the Rolling Stones that I was talking about last week. So we're kind of blessed a little bit in 2023 to have iconic legends still being able to produce and put out this sort of music. Well, yeah, as long as they get together and, and write and write the songs and produce them, they don't actually have to perform them. The robots can do it for them. Oh, well, the best part, of course, with the, the John Lennon song is it, it's no AI. The only AI that's being used is to actually separate out the voice from the instruments, and they were never able to do that before. And you kind of wonder how many of these tracks over, say, 50 years where they just threw them away because they said there's no way we can separate out those instruments. There would be people alive thinking and kicking themselves that they've done that because the AI can easily separate it all out. So it's wonderful technology from that point of view. Hey, Mario, I'd love to talk music. I'd love to talk the Rolling Stones all day long and the Beatles, but uh, we've got to get out there and sell some of the the real estate. We've got to motivate that team and uh, I'll let you get on with that. Thank you very much, Craig. Speak to you next week. Thank you. Explore new property destinations where you could live with exclusive interviews covering real estate news and market insights. We cover everything on the Dubai Property Podcast. If we can carry on the trajectory that we've seen in the last nine months, you know, 36.7% increase in value with a 33.8% increase in the number of transactions compared to the nine months in 2022. You know, that's a staggering number, right? I think that when it's in the 30s in terms of growth, especially as you're coming out the other side of the pandemic, we know that Dubai has been a sort of very robust in the way it's handled that. However, these figures are just, uh, you know, super impressive. What are some of your friends at the moment in the UK market uh, telling you in terms of are they eyeing Dubai? Is Dubai starting to look a little bit more attractive at the moment? I think so. I think increase in taxes, cost of living, the weather's a massive one. But Real estate in the UK has kind of slowed down a little bit as things were feeling kind of less affordable. So, of course, it does make you look elsewhere. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.